Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Oh, so you can talk to me now, huh? Uh, yeah. I don't know why you put up with all that hazing and all of that, uh, difficulty. I hope it was worth it. Yeah, I just crossed over. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So you know how we do around here. We're going to see you on the flip where we get into talking about that difficult situation and time you might be having. (laughs) It could be that it's just your initiation. I'll see you on the flip. Hello there, dear one, and thank you for joining me on today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So settle in with me and let's get to talking. So today we're actually going to be talking about the concept of initiation and how it can be happening and you may or may not be aware. Now, of course, we have tangible, everyday explanations and examples of initiation. But I'm going to be touching on those a little bit, but we're really going to be talking about it more on a cosmic level when it comes to your life. Now, I am going to ask you to go with me um, to expand our understanding, to imagine some things to get through this, but it won't be too woo-woo, okay? There is this saying, this, this saying in alchemy, as above, so below. And a lot of the things that we do, we don't realize that we are doing a psychodrama of of something else. We are using sympathetic magic. Sympathetic magic would be something like uh, a voodoo doll or uh, using um, yellow, eating yellow sunflowers to um, have the joy or the power of the sun, something that's affiliated with something else. And so the concept of the initiation and yes, the darker sides of hazing and all of that are, to me, some of this expression of as above, so below that we go through. And the reason why I, I sense this is because it's so prevalent. And no matter how people try to squash it, it still remains the same. And there are many psychological studies that talk about the idea of sacrifice and uh, cognitive dissidence and how have going gone through things that were so hard, traumatic for even, that they tend to build a stronger bond amongst the people that it happened to. 
And you can even think of it not in control settings. Think of uh, situations where people were marooned together or stranded or had to survive an ordeal together. And when they come back, they have a bond that's a lot of times stronger than the bond they have with their families and people they've known for years. So it's, it's more of the same. And that's why I tend to think that it could possibly, sort of, kind of, maybe around the corner, <laughs> be one of those situations where above, so below. And the, another reason why I say that is it seems that whenever you are coming to a point in your life where it's time to move to another level or a new er- area, um, it can get hard. And I know I experience this every time I am in the creative process. There is a book by Stephen um, Pressfield that talks about this, and he calls it The War on Art. And in the book, there's a big, big uh, theme and premise, and it's talking about resistance. And he even goes on to say that in these situations, a lot of people will name resistance the devil. Because as sure as you say, I'm going to achieve this great feat, and you set about doing it, that's when resistance comes to try you. And if you've ever had this happen to you, you know it feels like the the world hates you. It feels like everything is hanging up on you. And it actually uh, feels like this is, I don't want this. I want to turn around. And a lot of people do. There are, uh, when I do um, writing classes, especially when I'm working with people who want to write and have never written, and I I attempt to tell them about this scenario, they're all like, yeah, 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 I'm going to persevere. And as soon as resistance comes up, nine out of 10 of them are like, I'm out of here. And I'm like, I told you it was going to happen. I don't know why you didn't think that you were going to be exempt. And I don't know why you didn't think it was going to be as severe as you as you thought. And there, there are so many adages that talk about things like to whom much is given, much is required. And anything of uh, worth has a toll to be paid for it. And on and on we go. And so today I want to talk about is probably just your initiation. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because once you can put a name on something, once you can categorize it and understand it, you get this power over it where because it becomes ordered in your mind, you see how we're talking about order and chaos again today? When it becomes ordered in your mind, you're better able to get a clearer path through the situation. And because we're always trying to make meaning, don't believe me? Uh, recently, we had um, death, senseless deaths of uh, beloved people um, in, in our zeitgeist. And, and immediately, people started trying to make sense of the untimely, shocking death of a, a great athlete, legendary athlete. And they started trying to look at numbers and look at code and see if there were any messages as for why this was happening. And I am not going to say that any of it was wrong. I looked at it and observed that this is our way of trying to make sense out of our environment and trying to get a way to categorize what is going on so that we can regain our footing our stability, and our pathway to being able to to live and to achieve and to do. Because when shockers happen like that, they can throw you off. And one thing I'll say about 
the initiation process. It is, it's almost as if the person going through the initiation is always trying to find their footing, always trying to find their stability because the the, the course that they're on is set up to discombobulate them, to, to disorient them, to keep them guessing, keep them off their feet, keep them uh, unable to um, get that clarity that we all need to, to proceed. So thank you for letting me go through that. So now let's let's get into it because I really kind of want to focus on the benefits of what happens when you make it through this as much as the process that you go through. Now, yesterday when uh, we had our conversation, um, I was talking with you about being able to keep showing up. And um, in the artwork, I actually used a metronome. Uh, because I wanted to talk about what it's like when the ordinary has become pressure on you, when just showing up and doing what you said you were going to do is hard. And it's hard to, to, to be excited. And we even talked about how instead of focusing on being excited, focus on perseverance and turning that into the new joy of doing what you do. Kind of sort of like what I do every day and uh, when I get the pleasure and um, the high honor of coming to you daily. It is a joy to do it because of that perseverance of being able to allow myself to be open to wisdom and have wisdom know that I am a funnel, a conduit that wisdom can use at the best of my ability for you to be able to benefit and be very useful. And so with this whole idea of initiation, allow me to paint on the canvas of your mind a little bit and help us to understand. Okay, so if you are finding that you're setting about trying to achieve something, do something, or if you find that by just natural lifespan development, You are at a phase in your life that will not be denied, a.k.a. either graduating from college and or high school and being deemed an adult or moving into a relationship with one person uh, where there are commitments, whether it be moving in together or marrying or pregnant with a child, all of these different momentous occasions that are impending evidence that you will be moving into a new realm, this is probably your initiation phase. And during the initiation phase, you might be experiencing some pain. You might be experiencing successive failures, a whole bunch of fear. Everything that you touch is fragile to the point of collapsing or being on the verge of collapse. You might be having an experience where you are losing everything around you. It's crumbling, it's falling, it's being snatched away. And the harder you try to hold on to it, the more tenuous the grip you have. And I want to just say that Believe it or not, there is a way to reframe this to see how all of this is just preparing you for what lies ahead. And 
so that you can understand that the next level that you're on is simply going to use these experiences and these forms of loss, sacrifice, pain, struggle as its foundation. You see, moving into a new hemisphere, a new location also puts you into a new realm with others. There is a special place for mothers that other people don't understand. And their initiation is when they get that baby. For some of them, because not every mother has gone through pregnancy, labor, and delivery. But every mother knows what it's like to have a little soul that is completely dependent on you. And it changes you. If you even look at uh, scriptures in the Bible, it talks about how a mother shall be saved through childbirth and raising that child. And there have been so many people who have said, before I was uh, a mom, I wasn't ready. But when I had that baby, oh my gosh, everything turned around and I became stable, solid, and, and I just turned my life around. And that was an initiation. And I wish initiations didn't have to suck so bad, but hey, it is what it is. And I'm even going to be talking about what uh, Dr. Caldini has to say about hazing when it comes to this in a little bit. But I want to go on and say this, and that is that with your moving into a new uh, realm, After you've gone through your initiation, and I'm talking about this cosmic all, this universal initiation that happens to people, you get to the point or should get to the point where when it comes to you and the people that have had similar experiences to be in this particular group, there is a familial connection between you. And it is an understanding that is nonverbal, but runs deep. And it gives people a sense of connection whereby they don't feel alone and they know they're supported. Uh, Think about military people. Think about veterans, whether they serve together or not. Usually when they meet up, they'll tell each other where they serve, when they serve, what branch they served. And then after that, There is some type of transference of understanding what it meant to make it through basic training and then to make it through their specializations and then to make it on and on and on up because they've gone through the initiation that outsiders haven't. And there has been pain. There has been struggle. There has been great sacrifice to get there. And because of that, it creates this little thing called cognitive dissidence. And cognitive dissidence it developed in around 1959 um, in actual kind of like as a part of understanding this whole initiation process that we're talking about right now. It is where a person holds two or more beliefs that contradict each other. And so that creates that little um, that little issue between them, the dissidence. It's not in harmony. And because it's not in harmony, it's not in harmony as they were before when they weren't part of this group. But everybody in this group has this cognitive dissidence. So they are now in harmony, whereas everybody else isn't. And that's how you get 
people who are in uh, fraternities, sororities, gangs, secret societies, religious orders, uh, it goes on and on and on how you can get them to the point where they have this bond that's unbreakable, unspeakable, and they have this shared understanding. And they have usually gone through something to be initiated into that group. So let's go back now that I've talked about this and, and I'm going to talk uh, give you some instances where when we're talking about initiation, you'll understand what it looks like in the everyday. So any graduation, that can be initiation. I'm telling you, I last year I got blessed to be able to go to a few graduations of um, uh, family members and I'll go to, I know I'll go to at least one this year. Um, but anyway, Going to the graduation and seeing the young people so excited, you could tell how tired they were, how glad they were that it was just over and done with. And they, when they marched across the stage, got their little representative symbol of completion and shook the hand of the person, giving it to them, paused to take the picture. And then the symbolic movement of the tassels from one side of the, uh, graduation cap to the other, you could feel in the room the change. They came in as just folks that had gone through something. And when they came out, they had been moved into the sacred space of the people from from that school and um, into our realms, you know, people who have gone through it before. And I just, I, I, I marveled at that so much that one of the things that is printed on the uh, programs is commencement. And when I was younger, I just knew commencement as the beginning of something, because that's what it really means. But in this context, commencement means that you are never going to be the same ever again. Even though it's the beginning of something, it also means that you have something in your past you have died to. You can never undo what you have done when you go through a commencement. There is a certain finality to it. And so that brings me to the understanding of the right or rites of passage. There are a lot of rituals that are included in initiation and When we talk about rituals, we are talking about those things of great import, of great meaning, of great symbol that people do to signify the severity and the solemnness of what is happening. And it also means, when we're talking about initiations, it also means marking of, uh, of an entrance or acceptance into a group or a society. It means that formal admission into adulthood, and get this one, especially when you're moving into uh, religious situations, uh, situations like the military, especially like your Navy SEALs and things, um, moving into a, a transformation into a rebirth, where you become reborn into a new being, a new role. And that gets me into where you might be right now, uh, where it is 
you're you're trying to figure out why do I have to go through this? Why is no one else struggling? And I'm going to tell you challenges and the culminations of of hard things that you have to go through to achieve something make you that more the uh, more appreciative for it. You see, as a person who goes through my initiations, and I'm in the midst of one right now. I'm trying to finish a book. I'm trying to finish uh, two trainings <laughs> that I've been needing to finish for a while. And I was like, oh my God, well, how is this so hard? And it felt like it was harder than re- than usual. And I had to realize, oh, it's just your initiation. And I found that each time I complete a book, and I've published over 40 and written many more, and these are novels, I actually can feel the sacrifice, the the harsh um, measures that it took to finish this. Uh, the, uh, the, I've already said sacrifice, but the, the things that are required to complete and to do. So much so that whenever I um, see people who have uh, written a book and I see people give them poor uh, marks or reviews and say, I just wasted my time. I can never get it back. I always want to say, where's your book? Because if you really were doing this, if you really were in the fraternity, the sorority, the membership of published authors, you wouldn't dare sully what we do by something so cavalier. Because We are, and I've always said this when I talk about writing and publishing your own book, you, we are mortals pooping out immortality because these books, once they become published and into the public record, they become a memorial and they become immortal and they take on a life of their own. They become our children. And how dare someone come and call my baby ugly and they've never had a baby. You know, it, it, it just stands to reason that there are certain challenges and hellacious things that happen uh, of trying to produce what it is that you're trying to produce. So now I don't want to go off on a tangent on that because what I really want to do is I want to just give you some wisdom smacks. Um, if you suspect that you are having your own initiation and I want you to understand this this whole idea if I can make it as succinct as possible, that there a lot of times will be a hazing process. I had never understood the whole hazing idea. And I I didn't understand it because to me, I was like, why would anybody knowingly go through that humiliation? Why would people have a hell night or a hell week and and knowingly go into this where people are making fun of them, uh, subjugating them, taking away their status and, and, and all of this, it just made no sense until I realized that when there is something that is sacrificed, something that is put on the line that proves that you want this more than your previous identity, you become one with the goal and you build a solidarity with those around you. And I want to say this to you, that if you find that you're in a time of initiation, be okay in knowing that you're not alone, that there are other people who have gone through this as well. And inevitably, you will meet up with them and you will have this shared moment, this shared camaraderie, this shared fraternity, sorority, however you want to call it, where 
we know what we've given up, what we've sacrificed to get to this point. You see, when I, I look at people who have gone through master's programs and I look at people who have gone through fraternities and sororities and uh, Ph.D. programs and, and doctorate programs and medical degree, uh, medical um, doctor programs and all of that, they all look at each other with a knowing, whether they are strangers or not, because of the challenges and even the humiliations that you must endure in order to get on the other side of that practice. So as promised, I want to talk really quickly about Dr. Robert Caldini, and he came out with the books Persuasion and Influence. They are bedrocks in understanding the psychology of uh, why people do what they do, how to influence and persuade them, and a host of other things. And what he says about hazing is, he says that hazing is a framework by which um People, and he calls them practitioners because, you know, he's using that doctory speak. But he says whereby the people in the hazing, they continue to do it, even if people say it's banned or it's uh, illegal, because it builds a, a sense of solidarity and it builds a sense of connectedness that is subconscious. And I thought that was really powerful. He says that, let me see if he uh, can find it. Okay, yes, he says, people who go through a great deal of trouble or pain to obtain something tend to value it more highly than persons who can obtain the same thing with minimal effort. Yes. And he, of course, refers to that 1959 study by um, uh, Leon Festinger that I talked about when he came up with the idea of cognitive dissonance. And it's it's important to note that, like I said before, when you go through this hazing process, especially if you go through it with someone at the same time, there is a strong bond that uh, is built between the two parties. And it's the same kind of bond that happens when you go through a near-death experience. Um, there have been many people who have fallen in love over dire situations where it was life or death, and they survived it together, and they they fell in love. And a lot of people actually view hazing as a really good way to teach respect, to develop discipline and loyalty within a group, and it can even be sensed as a, um, a necessary uh, passage or a right to get people acclimated into a group. Now, I've said that about below. And when you're going through something, you might be saying, Michelle, I'm not going through any of that stuff. I'm just trying to build my business or um, raise my kids or make it through a divorce or make it through getting married or, or whatever it is. But there is something on the horizon. Whether you know it or not, there's something on the horizon that once you make it through this time, you'll never be the same. You are truly in the midst of building your commencement where you have a new beginning in a new life. And I choose to believe, just like when Paulo Coelho talks in The Alchemist about the universe, when we, our hearts align with what is best for us, talks about how the universe will conspire on our behalf to make it so. 
I choose to believe that the universe is providing us with our own little initiation and hazing so that when we make it through, we appreciate what we've accomplished so much more so that we will stick with it, we will honor it, cherish it, be grateful for the experience. I'm going to tell you, I can never not be a, and I'm going to go on and say it because I earned it, a best-selling fiction author. I can never unbe a USA Today best-selling author. It was hell getting there. It was hard. Every time I birth a new book, I truly feel like I have been to the wall and back. I have a book right now. Like I said, I'm trying to, I'm not trying, I'm writing. And it's like, oh, you're really going to feel this labor and delivery. <laughs> and I always marvel at going through that initiation process to get on the other side of having published another book or getting on the other side of having put together another curriculum that hopefully is going to change the lives for the better of people who engage with it, where it is a living document being usefully servable, uh, serviceable to them to help them in a, being a great tool to be what they want to be. But it doesn't come just because I say I'm going to do it. There is an initiation process. And so I want to encourage you today to get some power over your situation. Put some titles on things. Understand that this is just your initiation process. And if you feel pressed by every side, if you feel like the challenges are so great that you don't know how you're going to make it, if you feel like you're being humiliated because you're being taken down a peg or you're losing things or you're losing status or ground. Yeah, you could be right smack in the middle of an initiation. But understand that when you succeed, don't give up. Don't wallow in it. Don't give up and don't retreat because it's only going to get harder if you when you go back through. And a lot of times that's the only way out is through. <laughs> so if you suspect that that's going on, if you suspect that you are right in the middle of the storm that gets you to the next door to get through to a, another side, keep going and keep understanding that trouble don't last always and that there is a rite of passage that will always, once you've, once you've succeeded in, in, in accomplishing it, that rite of passage will always be there to remind you of what you were able to accomplish. So that when the next, oh yes, this is not the only one, when the next initiation comes, you'll have some history, you'll have a point of reference. Heck, you'll even have your own North Star to understand how to guide yourself through it and know that you will make it and that you're not alone and that there are others that have done it. There are times when I even remind myself, I'm not the first, I won't be the last. And if anybody else has done it, I can do it too. And I keep pushing and I want you to keep pushing. And so understand that this is just your initiation, okay? It's going to be all right. It is all right. It's already all right. So future cast to see your victory over this, to see yourself having accomplished what it is that lies ahead of you. Use that as a beacon in the blurriness of, of all the turmoil and the chaos and all the things working while you're trying to make it through and understand that it came to pass not to stay. 
And guess what? Yep, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to check the show notes and like, share, and comment. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, Uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.